Hello everybody, it's Devin Palashi here. Ignore my little background noise back there. I'm just doing some stuff. How's it going everybody? My name's Devin Palashi. And I'm going to be sharing to you Duolingo Does It Really Work? That's the title of this episode. I'm going to be explaining to you why I do not recommend Duolingo and why for some people it works and why for some people it doesn't. Shout out to a lot of YouTube channels that have been helping people with language learning like you cannot. Shout out to you, Kenna. I love you, Kenna. Um, so, let's talk about language learning. Why do I do this? So, guys, this is my first official video on my podcast. And I'm going to be explaining to you guys why my language learning style works for a lot of people. And why I recommend that you do it. My language learning style is very simple. Okay? It's input and then output. That's it. But there's a lot of steps that go into the input stage. The input stage is adding vocabulary, memorization, and multiple other things to get into your brain so that your brain puts it into your long-term memory so you don't forget the language. Output is you learn a new language. It's just like that. But let's talk about Duolingo. Does it really work? Does it really work? I mean, I guess that there's lots of people who say, you know, use Duolingo. And it's free. That's why most people use it. Most people don't want to pay money. I'm going to be doing more episodes about Pimsleur and multiple things in that realm, but right now we're just going to be talking about Duolingo. So, Duolingo. What is Duolingo essentially? Well, if you don't know what Duolingo is, um, Duolingo app that teaches people languages um, in multiple, multiple languages. Um, and I think that there's a lot of people who criticize Duolingo. I personally am not the biggest fan of it, and um, and there's a lot of sites um, such as The Cut, um, and there's um, Duolingo has been working for so many people, you hear, and then I hear Duolingo has been not working for so many people. So let me explain to you why. So Duolingo takes vocab, like the cat went outside, the dog went to the park, I ate a biscuit, words like that. And it has you memorize them. And it has you listen to them. Now the problem is, is that you memorize these words. And if you don't write them down in the notebook. Now if you do the lingual right. Where you listen to every single word that the lingual teaches you. You write it down in a language notebook. I have a notebook right now that has an elephant on it. It has a blue elephant on it. And it says my Greek notebook in Greek. Because I'm learning Greek. I said that in my description. Um, and the thing is, is that I have not tried using the lingual for learning Greek. Because I don't want to screw up my lessons that I'm already doing. Now, there's you know, doing this free. And, that, and that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad thing. YouTube's free too. And heck, you can find out a lot of great information about languages off of YouTube. Well, fine. Let's say that you were learning Spanish, which is the most common language, in my opinion, for English learners to, to learn. Now, now, on cut, there was a man, and his name, and her name was, sorry, not a man, there's a woman, and her name was Katie Henry. And she talked about six months before her trip to Paris, she downloaded a Duolingo in an attempt to learn French. I'm shaking my head right now, because I don't know why. You could do, like, Drops or some other apps, but let's just keep on reading. She said, I put that in quotation marks because I did not, of course, expect to become fluent or even mildly conversation in a foreign language over such a short time frame. Especially not using that. But I did expect to learn something. Anything useful. I hope to learn 
I would say, where's the bathroom, or how much does this cost, or I want that one. The sort of purely transactional but useful phrases that tourists used to get around the town, at least someone politely. When I went on to a class trip to China in college, I learned the three these three places, plus hello and thank you, and I remember them all today, 14 years later. Do you know why? Because they are real things people say. Unlike most of the phrases, I recall being taught through Duolingo. Here's what I remember from my month of doing Duolingo French study. Unu, homie, which means an apple. I cannot even begin to tell you how many times Duolingo have me talking about apples, and not in normal, possible context. Not, I'll have an apple, please, or do you want my apple? The circumstances in which Duolingo evangelized my needing to speak about apples were either too bankable, the bird is eating an apple, or my pocket contains an apple. So we just heard her opinion on what she learned using Duolingo. She remembered apple. And when she went over to China and college, she remembers more from a few days in China than she does using Duolingo for over a month. Now listen, this is the criticized part of Duolingo. Now you can make Duolingo work. Duolingo just builds up vocabulary. Now see... Now, now, a man who's a scientist, um, and he's a language learner, he learned Arabic in uh, 12 months, and he was showing us his journey. You can watch the video, it's um, how to learn a language and not, it's how to acquire a language and how to not learn a language, um, and I think that's really an important part of language learning. But really, is it language learning? No, it's language acquisition. So whenever I say language learning, think of language acquisition. Duolingo takes words, again, like, I love my apple. I eat bananas. The dog went on the stairs. Words that you're never going to use when you're traveling or you're never going to use when you're talking to people. Now, they do. They teach you certain travel words, like words by suitcase, you know. And they teach you words like, hello, how are you? And, you know, but you have to choose which lessons you're going to take. And I think that the lingo doesn't work unless you take every single word that you practice and you write it down in a notebook, a language learning notebook. This is a method that I'm going to be going more thoroughly into um, later on, but basically a language learning notebook is a notebook that says, this is my Greek notebook or my Italian notebook in that language so that whenever you look at the notebook, you're practicing that language. This notebook also shares multiple things about how all your studies and all your practice on the lessons that you do every single day, you write them down in that language and then you eventually memorize them through practice. It's a beautiful way to learn a language, and it's the way that I use to learn Greek. I understand, you understand. Um, that means, how are you? You know, and I'm learning. I'm not looking at anything right now. I'm practicing it. And that's the thing. With language acquisition, I think that it's really a key part of practice. Now, with Duolingo, if you do Duolingo, with a very simple way of you take every single word you learn, you write down in a notebook, and then at night you go through every single word that you learn that day multiple times. And then you make it fun, and you come up with a word that you're going to memorize with that word. That will work, depending on the person. If you're a more slow learner, that's going to take longer. If you're a more fast learner, that's going to be more quick. There's so many different methods, and Duolingo, I guess you could say, is a method. It is a method that was created. All apps are a method that was created by somebody that. Oh, I want, I think that, like, this would be so cool. People could learn languages for free. 
most people don't learn languages with Duolingo. And that I'm not even using Duolingo, and guess what, I'm still learning the language. Duolingo takes words that are unnecessary and unused, and it has you memorize them. Now, it's still practice with that language, and any sort of practice with that language is awesome. It's bomb is key. Keep that in mind. That it's good and that it's practice. I like to say a quick prayer for anybody who's learning the language because I am a Christian and I'm Devin Pulaski and I have another Bible little um podcast. So listen to that. But let's pray. Lord Jesus, I pray you help anybody who needs to learn a language or who wants to learn a language because it's an important thing and language connects us all. In Jesus' name, amen. Is that what we were for you? I'm sorry, but that's the truth. I love language because language is a way that we can be connected. So if you're asking me, does Duolingo work? And if you're asking me, does it really, really work? The answer is no for a majority of the people. Unless you do it right. If you're going to be using Duolingo, write down every single word you learn in Duolingo and go for them at night. I highly recommend getting a language learning notebook if you're learning level 4 or level 5 languages based on the United States State Department of Language. The State Department of Language is giving you the most hard language to learn English speakers based on the alphabet and the marks that go above it. If any language that you're learning has a different alphabet than the English alphabet, you have to get a notebook. If you're learning a language such as Spanish, French, or Italian, you don't need a notebook. But if you want to get a language learning notebook, it works and it's very helpful. I hope the Lord blesses you with learning a new language. And I hope that this Duolingo, does Duolingo really work? Teaches you that Duolingo does not really work. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This is Devin Falashi out.